Forte Florenzi, eccolo il cross tagliato di testa che Go! 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 il magnifico, il magnifico, il magnifico rettore! Live! Boom! Boom! Shake, shake! The room! The entertainment capital of the world! What a strike! What a goal! What a comeback! What a game! There are no words to describe it! The TC Martin Show. Léger hors jeu, mais cette fois-ci, il n'y en a pas pour Marco Reus. C'est fort devant le but. Oh C'est la folie. C'est la folie. Une minute de dingue. It's time to get your daily prescription from the doctor. TC Martin. Le largo pifio. Messi la tiene. Messi, Messi, Messi. Ahí está Iniesta. is now in Thunderous Thursday here we go oh yeah we have more basketball tonight big game again the aces in the Liberty part number four but technically it's really part number three because Tuesday night's game didn't count Well, as far as the WNBA standings, didn't count. So does that mean that the home streak is still still alive? Yes, it's still alive. 15 in a row. Just act like it never happened. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, never happened. Like it never happened. As they said in Pulp Fiction, right? Like it never happened. Winston Wolf. The big seven-footer is going to join us today. Big Bill Cartwright. We're going to get his thoughts. He's been watching from afar. Aces and the Liberty. He knows a, a thing or two about teams dominating another team, except his teams were the ones dominating the other teams. So if I ask him how the Ace is feeling right now, losing two games in dominating fashion to the Liberty, he's not going to know what I'm talking about. You know, you, you know, you know what he'll ask you, What's or that? what he'll tell you. Yeah, ask uh, Lambeer. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I don't know, the Pistons, they had their good run. They had their run, they had but their run in, during the Bulls' run, the Pistons They were, did knock off the Bulls one time. Remember that? One time. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe a bit. How about somebody that played for the Clippers? Wouldn't that be better? Chris Mullins. Go go, go Golden State. I'm, I'm. What are you talking about? And it's Chris Mullins. There's no S Mullen, on the Mullins. No, 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 same, no, stop, same stop. damn thing. <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. Just like T.C. Martins. I'm going T.C. Martins from now on. Okay, that's funny you bring that up. Somebody texts me the other day, right? Okay. And it says, hello, T.C.M.A.R.T.I.A.N. Martian. No. Oh, my God. Are you that that bad? Are you that bad in English? Yes. You want to try again? Yes, no. M A R T I A N. Martian. No, I'm, st- yeah. I'm done. Strike two. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Somebody call and help Nub check out right I'm just now. Done. Guess what? Call and help Nub check out. Jeez. Are you serious? You do not know. I'm just done. Get Michelle in here. No, Michelle. We're on, we're on in the other room, right? right? I M- think Michelle, so. come over here, please, Michelle. Instead of hovering by the door, like when she she hovers by the door and she hears like me going off and yelling and screaming or or yelling at you or something like that, yeah, she's oh is is he okay? Is, is are they fighting in there? What's going on? No, we're just, we're just loud. She's on the phone. She's on the phone. Uh, sorry, of course. You know why? She's probably taking calls. People saying that numchuck doesn't even know how to spell and not at all. Oh, this is too. good. I, I can't leave this alone. You're leaving it alone. You want to know why? Why? You are over to as he tries to turn off. Because I can turn your mic off at any damn oh. point I want. So you want to turn off my mic because I don't you, know. Because you don't know. That's I don't it. know. That's it. I'm not trying to embarrass no, you. No, I, I know. Just, I'm just, you know. Okay. Do you need, do you need to write it out? Maybe yeah, I do. Let's okay. try this right. one. So again, the text reads, hello, TC. You, you know that, right? Yes. T-C. T-C. Very good. Capital M A. 
R T I A N. What's this? Martian. <laughs> there, there, there. TC Martian. <laughs> so you needed to actually have it in I, front of you. I needed to look at there, it. There, right, like, right. Yeah. Yeah. What's up with that? That means that that person's worse than you. Exactly. <laughs> the definition of a Martian. <laughs> uh, lost in space. One of my favorite. This sounds like my massage therapist, Miss Cuba. Oh, Miss Cuba. Oh, she was good the other day, man. Oh, Miss Cuba. She got it going on. I'm telling you. Cuba. Did I tell you the first time I didn't have any idea that she didn't speak English? And so I'm getting my massage for the first time and I'm asking her questions like, okay, well, you know, does this, you know, you know, feel this? And then I start, you know, asking like what I do. Say, hey, so how long have you been doing this? And she responds with, yes. Uh, this wasn't a yes or no question. <laughs> then finally, no English. Oh, okay. Here we go. Where are you from? Cuba. Oh, good. Yuli Guriel. <laughs> of course it goes. Aroldis <laughs> Chapman. Of course it goes there, right? <laughs> Let me ask you something. Now, something that you don't know is, is spelling and math. We've got that. We, we've we've, got, that. we've clarified right. that 100%. Okay. So you're a social media savant. I'll say that. Halfway. Okay. What does an upside down face emoji mean? You're good at emojis. When, when um, someone sends you something like the upside down face, oh I, my gosh, you're stumped on this. I don't know. Upside, it, I mean, like, I think it just means like they're spinning like crazy. Is that what that means? Possibly. Me you possibly don't. Let's, let's do a definition. Isn't there like some word search or some Google where what do the emojis mean? Because I don't know what a lot of these emojis mean. And when, and people send me stuff like that, I'm not sure. You know what that means, you know? Is that a sexual connotation? I don't know. Was the person you were talking to trying to do a sexual? Uh, no, no, no. I just don't know. I'm making a joke, okay? But you know what I'm talking about? Have people ever sent you an upside down smiley face? No. Or like it's reversed. I mean, upside down emoji smile meaning. There you go. You got breaking news. What do you got? Sarcasm, irony, humor, and silliness. That's what that means. That's exactly what that means. Okay. So was that? I think that was in the Martian. So the thing they're being funny. Oh jeez. Or they just don't know English. And how about this one? Okay. Speaking of, of wild texts that you get, I get a text from somebody today that um, I didn't know. I did not know who this person was. Okay. Now. In my text, I had the initials OPP on there, right? Got you. And I knew it wasn't OP because I have Olden Polonies down as Olden Polonies. Or I just have OP. You know what I mean? So I got OPP. I'm trying to figure out, okay, who is this? And then I had a flashback. And I go, I know who this is. But I don't know the person's name. So I put OPP in my phone. So it was after an Aces game. I think it was last year or the year before. And it was one of the nights that they did like the alumni. Yeah. Brought back alumni. And there was one player that played. And she, I think she had a couple too many cocktails. And she had her family there. And B-Sal might remember this because B-Sal was on the floor with me that night. It was after the game and everybody left. And I got introduced, I guess, to her parents and then grandparents over there. It was like about eight already people introduced at, to the family at, at people. No, well they wow. were all they were all there to support this this person, right? I'm joking. Okay, so then I got a um um a text, and I remember she said something. I can't remember the lady's name, but I said something like OPP, and I go, "Oh, OPP," and she and I go, "You down with me?" She goes, "You know me." So we start, you know, talking. It was an elderly lady, right? So um, she reached out to me for something. I can't remember what it was. So I remember putting her under the phone as OPP. So I get this text today, right? And it comes from OPP. I'll read you the text. Now, granted, I don't know this person's name. Okay. I met him one time after a game, gave my card, and they text me this. Hello, how are you? Is there any way I can get tickets to the game? 
And make sure they're good seats, please. <laughs> How about that? How about that? Person, I don't even know who is. And was that where the upside down emoji came from? No, 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 no. That was different. Okay. That again, it's just because we have breaking news. We got breaking news. All right, breaking news. Let's go. I have no idea what our breaking news is, so I don't know which reporter go to, and which side of the street, what part of town. And it's music, though. ABBA? <laughs> oh, my God. You went breaking new sound for Fernando? Jeez. Yes. Look at what I have to deal with here. How is this more important than my upside-down uh, face of emoji and person asking me, have the gall to ask me for tickets? I don't even know who it is. Oh, it's Fernando. Uh, That's who it was. Fernando was the one that was asking me for tickets. What's going on, Fernando? Hey, what's going on, guys? Uh, uh, yeah, um, uh, how dare they? Huh? They even ask you how you how are you today or nothing like that. Just right into it. Give me the tickets. <laughs> well, no, there was a how are you. I think I read that right. It said, yeah, how are you? But, oh, okay. I, I, but I don't know. I don't know who this person is. There it is. But yeah, the upside the upside down emoji means um, go kick rocks or <laughs> you suck. Oh really? No, wait a minute. Yeah, that's not according to what Numchuck read. Read he said sarcasm or something like that. Well, it's kind of the same thing. It's in the same the same area and stuff like that. So okay. And then with the with the spelling Martin, I'm sure a lot of people have spelled it M A R T I N I for T C Martini. Oh yes, absolutely. You know, you know, you know what I like to tell Fernando. I like to tell people it's like, hey, there's an accent on the T, so it's like. I'm TC oh. Martin. I like that. No, okay. I like the accent on the yeah. T. I like that. But yeah, Martini's been in there. And here's another one that I get once in a while. I'll get M A R T E N. Like, you know, I think that, oh, yeah. that's the Scandinavian or German. Will you turn this bloody stuff off? Greatest song of all time. Yeah, you do love it, don't you? In the world. I got to save my voice. I got a game tonight. Jeez. I know. I was trying to like waste some time with you yeah. and have a little bit of fun with this. Yeah. Breaking news with Fernando. I love it. He's got his own theme song. Hey, um, yeah. The Aces win tonight? Yes, they do. They come back and win. Okay. And Go ahead. Continue. Back to back. I don't care what anybody says. We got a good team. So I don't care what all these naysayers say on the other stations. But yeah, it'll be fine. You know what's funny about all this is that um, all of a sudden now, wow, the uh, New York Liberty have flipped the deck. You know, they beat the Aces twice in a row and beat them handily. So, wow, now, you know, they are the real super team. They are uh, the team to beat and they're the champions. And it's like Becky Hammond is reminding her team as we speak right now, excuse me, we're 24 and 3. For the defending That's champions, right. they haven't That's won right. blank. That's okay. right. They haven't won nothing. That's mm-hmm. right. Now, and, and granted, I'll give the Liberty all the credit in the world. They won the Commissioner's Cup, got $30,000 a player. Good for them. That's fine. Okay. Yeah. But that game did not count as far as the standings. And right now, what's more important is who finishes with the top seed, has home court advantage throughout, and the Aces have a three-game lead. A three-game lead over the Liberty with 10 games to play. If the Aces win tonight, that would be a four-game lead, which would be insurmountable. And uh, then let's see what happens in the postseason, see what happens in the playoffs. So tonight's game is huge. It is a huge game tonight. But we have, we'll have home court throughout. So right. no no problems, no worries. And, um, you know, looking to the future, um, I know Caitlin Cart. Caitlin Clark is coming in, and Angel Reese will be coming into the league. Do you think they'll be million-dollar players per season? Well, they won't be million-dollar players per season with the salary cap because, again, you got to remember the, oh, max, okay. the, the max contract's 240 you know, that's what the max, you know, so no, and they, you, they have rookie contracts. Now, the only way they could get beyond that is endorsement deals. Okay. Like Asia's got a great endorsement deal, you know, from AT&T yeah. and, um, Frito-Lay and, and that sort of thing. So the players are getting more and more of that. As far as Angel Reese, man, let's pump the brakes on this. Seriously. No one had heard of, heard of this girl, uh, until they made their little run in the, um, NCAA tournament last year. Caitlin Clark is is the best player 
Can she be a Sabrina Inescu? I don't know if, if that will happen or not. But, you know, let's let's just pump the brakes on on that kind of stuff. But, yeah, you got to remember, everything is is tiered with every sport because, you know, there are rookie, yeah. rookie maximums that they can make just like any other sport. So, yeah, no million-dollar well, players. Hopefully in the next CBA for the women, they'll change it and say, hey, you know what, we want – you know, six hundred thousand or something like that. Because there's some million dollar players. I've I've watched all these games, and there's some good women who are worth a million dollars a year, a season in the WNBA. And I don't want to hear there's no money because these owners they own a lot of things, and there's billions of dollars. Let me tell you. So I don't know. You, when no, I'm going to tell you that uh, there isn't a lot a lot of money, and there's only two owners that have money in the WNBA. There's only two ownership groups, and those are the two teams that are playing tonight. Seriously, um, there is a reason why this league hasn't expanded. All right, uh, and I know Kathy Engelbert, the commissioner, was telling me uh, the other night when we were walking out that she was on her way to Denver. Uh, yesterday for um, a potential ownership group that she was meeting with for expansion into Denver, which would be kind of cool. And they're very reluctant about expanding because they don't have people with that have the, the big cash loads to do it. And, you know, the owners like Mark Davis, those guys aren't there. And that's why you see teams like Atlanta, believe it or not. Okay. They play in a 3,500 seat arena. Same thing in Washington, DC. All right. Because remember back in the day, the NBA owners would own a lot of these WNBA teams and they use it as a write off, but they were tired of losing money. And so they said, mm-hmm. well, forget about it. So it is a tough business. To make money on. I mean, as successful as the Aces are right now, you know, getting nine, ten thousand a game and, you know, having the, the TV revenue from ABC and ESPN right now, it's still a losing proposition right now for Mark Davis and the Aces. It's a lot better than it was when the MGM owed it. You know what I'm saying? That deficit is better. But why do you think the MGM was so eager to sell the team to Mark Davis? Because they they were tired of losing money and they really didn't get the whole sports thing. Well, they should do what the NFL does and MLB and NBA raise ticket prices. <laughs> That's yeah, what they should do. Yeah, three dollars, five dollars, ten dollars. It's not going to hurt. I mean, people will play. People will pay to see them play. I'm telling you, but we'll see what happens in the future. But um, um, it's a great product, though, man. I mean, you're right, and I'm glad that you finally you know, got slapped upside of the head by me so many times that you finally have, <laughs> have, have come and seen life. And you know it's true, and you know it's true, because you were an anti-WNBA guy. You were. You were an anti-ACES no, no, guy. I used to watch when Lisa Leslie and okay. all those ladies were playing back in the day. I all used right. to go down to LA to watch them, season tickets down there, see the Sparks play, when they had, what, Michael Cooper as a coach, and... All these other people. Uh, who was that? Lisa, the USC coach, I think she was. Ah, I forgot. There's been so many. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's okay. But you know, you're a big supporter, man, and that's cool. Now get out to a game, man. Would you? Let's go. Put your money where your mouth is. Get out to a game. I have been going. I sit everywhere. I sit up top. I sit down low. Really? That's why that. Yeah, I sit down behind the basket. I can hear all the cussing, all the obscene language, and. You know, ref, you suck. And what right. you call that for? Are you going to the you know, are, are you going to the game tonight, Fernando? Tonight, no. I gave them the tickets up tonight. So oh, you did? Okay. See, I was going to offer yeah. you tickets. I offered him Dumbchuck. He can't go tonight. I was going to offer you tickets, <laughs> Fernando. Look at that. See? Oh, I appreciate that. But no, I have the I have the tickets and stuff. But yeah, I gave them up tonight. So and stuff like that. All right, brother. Well, yeah, it's going to be a good one tonight. We're looking forward to this. Bye. But bottom, bottom line, man, Aces got a rebound. They got to shoot better, oh, yeah. and uh, they do that. Then I think it's going to squash a lot of the negative talk right now, or you know, this talk about wow, New York has taken over as the best team in the WNBA. All comes down to hey, uh, hey Justin Lamagada is coming to Vegas October um, August twenty fifth. Oh, I know already. Don't worry about that. Oh yeah, with the Kasia Park or somebody like that, and yeah. three other groups. It would be cool. You but, think, uh, hey, you guys have a great, huh? Oh, no, I was going to say, you think that's uh, got Numchuck's name written all over it, huh? It does. It does. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Ramagod and the Kasia Park and uh, 
All those other groups coming in, so yeah, we'll be bobbing our heads. All right. <laughs> to the mu- to the music. To Love. the music. I got you. I got you. Thanks for that. Appreciate the call, brother. Okay. Take care. Fornando. All right. Yes. The New York Liberty won the commission the WMA's Commissioner's Cup the other night, eighty two to sixty three. Aces led at halftime thirty four thirty two. Aces were outscored fifty to twenty nine in the second half. Aces shot five for twenty six from three. New York shot fifteen for thirty five, and the Aces were out rebounded forty nine to twenty eight. Asia Wilson had nine points. We've talked time and time again. Remember the stat: Asia Wilson held to under double digits. What happens? Boom, she goes off next game. What do you expect from her tonight? I think she's going to have a great game tonight. Now, here's the deal. Okay, I will say this in regarding this game: that. The Aces got out-rebounded and crushed on the boards. Becky Hammond knows it. The team knows it. They've got to do a better job of that. They have to. They had open looks. They just didn't hit shots. You watch the game, missed a 12-footer. Missed several two, three, four-footers. Missed open threes. They just didn't hit them. They will shoot better tonight. They will. Whether it's because the WNBA floor is gone you got the red and black, the regular Aces floors back out there. But they were tight last night. Openly admitted. They openly admitted that they were tight. And as Becky Hammond said, if you feel tightness, then back off a little bit and try to do less. And I think that's a great message. Try to do less. Put in your teammate's hand then. A lot of quick shots early in the shot clock in that second half when they fell behind by double digits. And then they got ran out after that. But the alarming thing is it's two games in a row against the Liberty. All right. Going back to, you know, August, uh, you know, well, 11 days ago and then two nights ago where combined they were out rebounded 97 to 52. They were outscored 100 to 46 in the second half. But the Aces still are 27 and three and the Liberty are 24 and six. So take some solace that. That doesn't count. That game didn't count towards the regular season standings, and they get two more cracks at New York, and they still have a three game lead. So you have to keep that in mind. But tonight is a huge game for the Aces. If they shoot better, they rebound better, they should win the game tonight. They defended pretty well, believe it or not. They did. But you just, you know, have to concentrate. And Marine Johannes comes off the bench, hits five threes. You have to guard every player. I will say this. Watch for Becky Hammond to utilize more of her bench tonight. And I know that's a little scary because you don't have a lot of scoring power off that bench. You don't. But she wants some fresh bodies because the Aces looked fatigued in that second half. So she's really going to try to be very careful about managing the minutes, especially for Asia Wilson, who is banging a lot with John Quill Jones and then Brianna Stewart. Liberty have done a fantastic job you know, defensively. But if the Aces can get the transition game going, rebound better, don't have to out-rebound them, just keep it close like we've talked about with them in Dallas, hit their shots, they'll be fine. Kelsey Plum, here's what she had to say earlier today when we're talking about the game tonight and also what happened two nights ago. Welcome back for tonight's game between the Aces and the Liberty. Joining me now, the all-star guard for the Aces, Kelsey Plum. What's up, KP? What's up, TC? How you doing? I'm doing good. How you feeling? Feeling good. Let's go back uh, two nights ago. Describe the feeling that you had, your teammates had after the game and say the past 24 hours and try to get over all that. Yeah, it's tough. You know, we want to defend home court and obviously, um, you know, losing and uh, feeling like, you know, we played not our best game um you know it's tough but this is an opportunity to see him again you know and so um we we got to learn from what we you know messed up on last game and uh, fix it for this one how easy or difficult is it to try to just flush that game and then just get back to a positive mindset yeah i mean well like at the end of the day like you know this season comes at you fast you got to be able to bounce back and be resilient um you know last year we had stretches where we lost some games and it was tough 
but we, we learned from it and we grew, and that's what is a sign of a good team. So, you know, for us, we got to uh, learn quickly and uh, turn it around. You know, one of the things about you guys, you have this great chemistry. You always have smiles on your faces. You guys have this fun together. Looking back, whether before the game, during the game, did you kind of feel that there was maybe that element was kind of missing? Yeah, I think that maybe, um, you know, we were we were a little tight. We were a little, uh, you know, it's like you want something so bad, you squeeze it and it slips out of your hands. I think that's what um, we kind of got away from. Like you said, we played with a lot of joy um, and play you know, light and fun and fast, and that wasn't us, and so that's why, you know, we're grateful for an opportunity to change it for this this game. You guys had some shooting struggles. Was it because of something that New York was doing, or do you just chalk this up to say, hey, our shots weren't falling? Um, I think we can take better ones. I think that sometimes um, we, you know, talking about, like, working the ball around, hitting it on the second side, percentages go up. So for us, I think that... Um, we can do a better job of taking better ones, and you know, better ones will get a better percentage. All right, Kelsey Plum joins us. You guys are going to face the Liberty again tonight. You guys have really been great at avenging losses and coming back strong, putting out great efforts. How have you been able to handle those situations so good? Uh, can't get too high, can't get too low. You know, it's kind of steady, slow and steady wins the race. Uh, we have a lot of competitors on this team. They have a lot of pride. Um, so losing um, two games in a row is something that, you know, we're not um, accustomed to, and we, you know, we take a lot of pride in defending home court. You know, the guard play has been so good. Uh, yourself, Chelsea Gray, Jackie Young, whether it's scoring or sharing the ball, why do you think the you guys, especially you, Chelsea, and Jackie, play so well together? I think there's just an unselfish mindset. You know, for us, we're trying to get the best look and make the best play. So sometimes it's for you, sometimes it's for somebody else. And I think that, you know, tonight you'll see a lot better job of us uh, figuring out how to get other people, you know, looks and opportunities. Um, and, uh, and yeah, we kind of get, get got to get back to our identity and, you know, who we are. You know, any given night, it could be you. It could be one of four or maybe even five Aces players that get on a roll. How comforting is that to know that maybe if you're having a little off night or you need to pick me up, that it could be anybody else that can get the job done? I mean, that's what, you know, I think is like the identity of a great team. I think that, you know, Coach said it. We don't have to be any more than ourselves. You know, when you show up, all you got to do is be you. And uh, you don't have to play outside of yourself to win games. And that's um, that's pretty cool. That doesn't happen all the time. So for us, like I said kind of earlier, we just have to stick to what we've been doing all year um, and not, you know, shy away from that. Um, and, you know, it's hard as a competitor. You don't want to press in games, but you want it really bad. You just got to let it come to you. Final thing, what is the biggest adjustment you feel you guys need to make to come out here with a win tonight? The boards. Got to win the boards. It's tough to win games without winning the boards, or at least tying. Yeah. Um, and so uh, we got to do better on that. And to that point, does that mean that the guards have to yeah. actually do a better job and get down instead of maybe leaking out to you know, to box out and, and get boards? Exactly. Got to be scrappers. Got to get in there. Got to muck it up. Um, so we'll, we'll be better tonight. You're a scrapper. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, KP. Appreciate Thanks. it. There she is, Kelsey Plum. Get ready for tonight's game, a huge game for the Aces as they take on the New York Liberty so they can kind of flip this script back in their favor, uh, taking on the Liberty tonight. Rebounding, shot-making, defending, it comes down to that. I will say this, the atmosphere, electric in that building because people knew what was at stake. Not only just for Commissioner's Cup and a half a million dollars, $30,000 for each player, but just the bragging rights. Because everybody in that building knew what happened going back, you know, nine days prior when the Liberty spanked uh, the Aces in Brooklyn. They knew it. And now you're going to have this exact same situation tonight. Uh, it'll be interesting to see the crowd if they're going to be as pumped up and as revved up and anticipated. Because, I mean, it was it had the feeling of a finals, a championship finals game. It really did. And, like I said, own admission, Aces felt tight. They felt the pressure. Whether it was because of the money or whatever it was, or because they knew that they got spanked back in Brooklyn, you know, they felt a little tight. Tonight, they should be playing loose. And that's why I asked Plum that. Like, hey, you guys are known for having these smiles on your face. And, and just, you know, that's that's the big characteristic that they have. They play very, very loose. And like she said, she goes, yep, no, that was missing. And it's got to be back here tonight. 
Because again, a, a season, you know, I don't want to say a season can flip, go the other way, especially if you get beat by the same team three times in a row and it's decisive. But you got to remember the aces are better than just about every other team in the league. All right. And there's the aces, there's the New York Liberty, then there's the Connecticut Sun, and then pretty much there's a drop off with everybody else. You know, not that these other teams are bad. Those nine other teams are bad. That's not the case at all. They all have all stars. They all have talent. But the Aces just have this this great chemistry and, and a lot of talent. But they are showing they, they are missing Candace Parker right now. There's no question about that. But hey, you're only as good as your last game. Right now, if we're gonna look at that. Not very good. But I can all flip after tonight's game. Can we get KB to stop winning the? Um, she hit. Half, again, she hit again today. Half, yeah. Yeah. Again, it's just insane. I loved it what she said today too. She goes, "They hate me. They hate me. My teammates hate me." She took the hundred bucks again, making the half court shot on game day. All right, we come back. We'll talk more WNBA. Plus, we'll talk. Um, who knows what else? For the big seven footer, the five time NBA champ, Big Bill Cartwright. 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 He yelled Cartwright. I missed that. Who's Cartwright? I'm Cartwright. You're not Cartwright. Of course I'm not Cartwright! There's only one Cartwright. Haas, they call him. They call him Haas with a 10-gallon hat. I wonder how many times he wore a 10-gallon hat into an NBA arena. You know how we always see the fashion police, you know? The big seven-footer, Big Bill Cartwright. What's going on, Haas? Fashion police, are there fashion police anymore? But what's going on nowadays? Did, did you ever wear a cowboy hat? Did you ever wear a cowboy hat into an NBA arena or, or out of an NBA arena? No. Well, as you know, during the summer, uh, it is a tradition because I, I still drive the same Jeep that I had from 1980 with the New York Knicks. So every year I would come to Sacramento, go downtown, and buy a brand new Shady Brady every summer. So, yeah, of course. Cowboy hat. New, new cowboy hat every summer, Shady Brady. Now, the bad thing is that, and the horrible news is that a few years ago, Shady Brady went out of business. Oh, no. Very sad. Wow. And, and but uh, that was; those are great hats. I love those hats, and they uh, they they no longer exist. But you kept some of those hats from back in the day, right? No, you never kept it. What's up with that? No one one year, one year shot. <laughs> one year, but, but, but hats can hats can last almost a lifetime. You you realize that, especially that no. that never goes out of style. I, I got to have a new hat every summer. You know, this, I'm having a flashback because remember, like, I think it was one of the first times you came to Vegas and we were walking through, uh, uh was it the, the Magnificent Mile, the, the mall, and you go, what? I got to stop and get a hat. And you went and you got a hat. You got a hat. Yeah. And, and you even offered to buy me a hat. And I go, no, I'm good because, you know, the hat that you had, I said, you know, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not going for that, even though your hat looked pretty good. But so is that a thing? You still, You'll you'll go every summer to buy a hat still? Yeah, but I bet this summer I bought two hats. Now it wasn't a cowboy hat uh, because my um, my my Jeep is over my son's house, my son Jason's house. So uh, this is more of a uh, a walking around kind of uh, street hat. So it's uh, pretty super cool. But uh, yeah, yeah, I, I I love it. Okay. All right. I, I love that. All right, man. So let me see. Uh, as you know, going to be back on the road starting Monday. I've got Atlanta, Chicago, Washington, D.C., and New York. And so the Chicago is, is circled, as you know, because I'll be going in the middle of the week. I'll be there like a Wednesday and a Thursday. So that means Froggies is open, correct? Yeah, but, uh, what, what happened to the long delay there? What happened there? I didn't, did you fall asleep on me or did, did you have to have to think about what days you're open or what? 
Well, as far as I know, Rockies is open. Okay. Rockies is open every day except for Sunday and Monday. Okay, good, good. All right. All right, so I'm giving you plenty of notice. So if you could put the word out to, uh, you know, whoever the, the mater d' of the year is, that uh, I'll, I'll be rolling through. And you think with with decent traffic, I can get there from the city uh, to your location in a half hour or so? What do you think? Or is that going to be a pretty expensive lift uh, ride? What's the deal? Uh, as you know, in Chicago, there is zero guarantees. Yeah, that's true. Uh, it, it, it can be a half an hour. It can be an hour and a half. Oh, jeez. So that's just uh, that's just Chicago. So or any uh, any big city. So I I, I, I do not know. <laughs> All right. Well, um, I'll, I'll just make sure that I that I head out early enough so I can get. Uh, Get a table there at, at Froggy's. So I, I just want you to, you know, alert the troops that I'm coming. Uh, yeah, I, I can alert the troops you're coming. Just make sure you bring in per diem. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> well, I, I don't know if we actually, you know, have a, you know, per diem like that. You know what I'm saying? That's going to have to be, yeah, you know. Yeah, don't, don't give me the Jack and Lisa. Humming, humming, humming. Just bring in per diem. Just bring it with you. That's all I'm saying. Oh, uh, I don't know if we have uh, that kind of per diem to, to go to your restaurant like that. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sure you do. You guys have a very, uh, you guys got a great organization. Yeah, uh, you guys, guys are world champs. So you guys uh, travel first class. That's true. That's so true. I'm, I'm, so I'm sure you, you'll you'll be able to handle this, no problem at all. What's uh, what's in season right now at Froggy's? It would be ostrich season. What'd be the specials there? Summertime. Well, there's always a meat and there's always a fish, as you know. And, uh, you know, that's really up to Chef Terry and uh, our main mate for day, Mr. Rodrigo. So you'll have to uh, ask him about that. As a matter of fact, Rodrigo is a big, huge White Sox fan. Oh, geez. So, so you guys can talk about that. And, uh, uh, you know, and watch those guys, they get very passionate about their teams. So, um, yeah, yeah, but they do an excellent job. Um, you know, you can talk a little basketball with, uh, with, with, with Terry. They don't know a lot about it. They just know they have two great French guys, uh, in the NBA now. So <laughs> right. they're very excited about that. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So those guys would love to see you. Yeah, I mean, it's been a long time since I've been there. And like I said, that's that's a different uh, Mater D, because I remember my man Alon. He was fantastic. And uh, I, I, I that guy was uh, phenomenal. But was Rodrigo there with Alon, or did Rodrigo replace Alon? Rodrigo's been there for almost uh, 30 years. Oh, okay. Then so, I've, seen, yeah. I've seen him before. I met him. Yeah. So do you want yeah. drive, do you want drive time? Do I want drive time? I can give you current drive time from Wintrust. Two froggies. You could. I can right now. Like right now. Right now. Okay, so it's 442 there. This would be the time I'd be going. It would All right, be let's hear it. an hour and 15 minute drive. Um, oh my God. Hour and 15? 30.8 miles. Car- 30.8. 30.8. Cartwright, can you, do you have a helicopter that I could use that day? Like I said, you're, you're in Chicago. <laughs> and, and, be, and be happy it's just an hour and 15. It could be, uh, could be twice that long. Too. Uh, well, you know, here we go again. I may have to pass on froggies. I may have to eat downtown again. Man, you just gotta go. Uh, try to go earlier. Wow, Numchuck, what kind of uh, can you can you do a lift like ride or an Uber ride and, and figure that out? Like from you know how long know. that'll be Chicago right now? That traffic, that location. Look, if he, he can get this, I mean, I, I, again, that might be beyond the per diem here. I don't know. If I submit that to the Aces, they're going to say, what is that? But, all right, man. Uh, uh, I, I love I love Froggy. I just, I just wish you were going with me. I mean, that's it, you know? But, yeah, I do, too. But, but, but unfortunately, um, my work, University of San Francisco, work starts uh, next week. Wow. 
So, you know, the boss says show up. You got to show up. You got to go to work. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, what a cushy job this guy has. I mean, what a cushy job. But that's okay. You got to show up sometime. So make sure you show up the first week of school. I understand. I get well, it. you got to show up and, uh, you know, bring, bring, it's just like your job. You got to bring your creative hat. You got to be able to uh, surround yourself with a lot of di- different circumstances and uh, try to make something happen and, uh, and hopefully somewhere along the line try to have some fun. So it's, uh, it's a, it's a really creative job and I, I like it. I like, um, connecting with our alumni. It's been, uh, super fun. So it's um, it's been great. All right, brother. Let's uh, talk about this uh, game tonight, man. Uh, the Aces and the Liberty. Uh, Aces are coming off two lopsided losses to this Liberty team. One back in Brooklyn, and then, of course, the big money game on Tuesday night that did not go so well. Um, the two alarming stats. They were out-rebounded 97-52 in both of the, the both those games combined. They were outscored in the second half. 100 to 46. Some adjustments need to be made. I know Becky Hammond realizes that, but um, I don't know. You know, you, I know I'm probably asking the wrong guy this, but I'm going to ask you this from the opposite perspective. What's a mindset like with a, a, a team after that they, you know, have gotten drilled by a team by this amount? You know, these wide margins, you know, basically the last two times that they have played them, especially for uh, a team like the Aces, who are the defending champs, have the best record in the league, and they realize they're facing another top-notch team. But to be, you know, to get beat like that, what what's the mindset there? As you get ready for game number three, and again, this will be the third game they played in 11 days. Well, you know, one thing, let's understand that the Aces still have the best record in, in, in basketball. The Aces are the champs. And it's it's all about living up to that kind of an expectation. So, you got to do this game. They should, you know, players, players right now already know what happened. They know they didn't play well. You know, they got, uh, uh, they got their rear ends handed to them. So the expectation going into the game is, is you know, we're going to come out, we're going to play, and and, and we're going to win. Now, coaching-wise, the expectation is harder, I think, because I think that because you do have some injuries, you do have people out, and you do have some people not playing well, you got to trust. So to me, that means that somebody off that bench, and I, I don't know who, it could be anybody, but somebody's got to step it up. Or, but yet, somebody's got to be given an opportunity to play and then to be able to play and now be able to show what they can do because that's what it's all about, especially when you guys have injuries or you're not playing well. That's why you have those people on the bench over there. So, um, player-wise, I wouldn't worry about it. But coach-wise, I think, like I said, it's going to be harder because you're going to have to trust you're going to have to play somebody else if you don't got it going. Uh, and maybe you got to do something different. Maybe you got to pressure. Maybe you got to play some zone. Maybe you got to change it up a little bit. Um, the uh, hardest thing about losing is, and you're not playing well, is everybody knows it. And it makes it even harder to win. No, great point. Great point. Here's the thing, though, about the bench. The Aces are very thin on that bench, and Becky Hammond is going to go to the bench more tonight. And when you hear that, it's it's a little scary because they they don't have production off the bench. Basically, they have a a they have like a seven person rotation. They can go eight, but they only have one score, and that's Alicia Clark to come in off of that bench. And when Kia Stokes is is your fifth starter. And again, she doesn't score. She's there for rebounding and shot blocking. And what the Liberty did in those two games, they, they ignored her. They just said, Hey, we're just going to pack the paint. So anytime those guards penetrate, we're double or triple teaming you. And we're going to force you to hit those outside shots. And in these two games, the aces have not been able to connect from three. They were six for 23 the other night. 
And then you go back to that game, um, you know, nine days prior, they were, they were even worse than that, you know, from three. So that's, that's where the problem lies here. And so I, I give New York a lot of credit for that. But, you know, when you say someone's got to step up, well, knowing the personnel and knowing what this bench consists of, then it, it, it can't happen. I mean, it's just, there, there's no one that you fully trust that can go in there and, 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 and get points. And there's a couple aside from Alicia Clark. So you're talking about seventh and eighth players like Kirsten Bell and Kayla George, um, who I don't want to say they're defensive liabilities, but their defense just is not that good. And it's scary. So she's going to play more of the bench because she has to manage the minutes more because the aces were tired. And what, you know, as physical as they were, you know, with Asia Wilson and then and Jackie Young and Kelsey Plum and Chelsea Gray, the guards, it makes it a, a tough thing. So I just really think that, you know, you got to hit your, hit your shots. You just can't get out rebounded, you know, 48 to 24, 49 to 28 again. You got to, you got to, you know, trim that gap. Your guards have got to do a better job. They've got to get down and they've got to box out and they've got to crash a glass, but that's going to limit your transition points. So it's, it's kind of an uphill battle when you're dealing with, you know, this, this lack of a bench. Well, Okay, you're telling me um, that these girls can't if, they, if these girls can't play, they shouldn't be on the team. Well, you so, got, listen, man, you got to fill out a roster. Well, well, I mean, you have to well, fill out a roster. So you know, yeah, so you know, so you know, that's that's ridiculous. For one thing, these are all NBA players, WNBA players. They can do something. And look, uh, you know, it's this ridiculous mentality to say that these girls have got to shoot. Well, they can't play unless they make a three point shot. It, they they can't drive to the basket. They, these girls can in, be in the game for three minutes a half, five minutes a half. That's preposterous. It, it sounds so, preposterous, so it, they, it, but it, it, so if they, you if so you they, watch so on a regular now, basis, you'll know what I'm talking about. Well, I, I I have watched the Aces and I have watched a lot of basketball, as you know. And as you know, I'm not a big fan of the stand around. Jack up three point shots offense. Right. You've got to be able to get to the basket. You've got to be able to drive. You've got to be able to do something other than cast up three point shots. It's preposterous. So when you tell me they can't play more than seven people, uh, this, this is what happens. And, and, and I talk about this all the time. When we're playing in the playoffs, uh, because we were able to play with the Bulls 10-plus guys during the course of the season. That's why Judd Bushler's a hero. That's why Bobby Hansen comes off against Portland and makes two threes in the playoffs against Portland. That's why these guys are able to step up, because they get time during the regular season. So don't tell me you can't play these guys. You don't play them for some God knows unknown reason. So you've got to be able to create a system where these people have got to be able to play, even for a short period of time. Okay, but you, you, you're giving okay, Bill. That's, but you're giving me Bobby Hansen, Judd Bushler, Petey Myers, guys like that who could come off the bench. Uh, Ron Harper, you know, guys that can that can play, that that that, that can heat it up, oh. that can score, that can defend, and that sort of thing. And I'm not saying the Aces don't have anybody that can do that, but I'm just saying they are limited. They are very limited. Aside from Alicia Clark, she's great. I mean, she's fantastic. She she comes in and she's getting a lot of minutes. But after you, then your next player, your set, your number seven player is a second year player. Okay, who does not play great defense? Okay, who's averaging about four points a game? All right, and you know she's got limitations. And then you bring in the the, the eighth player currently right now is a girl who comes over from Australia, and the game has not you know she hasn't caught up to the game. She hasn't caught up to the WNBA game, and she's got size. And she can hit occasionally an open three. She can give you a little bit of rebounding, but she's not that driver to the cup. She's she's not one of those people that can kind of create her own shot. And I think that's where the problem is. And then after that, 
that that's all you have. You don't you know you know pretty much. So that it, it's. I wish it was the case. I wish it wasn't. Yeah. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Do you guys have the best record in the WNBA? Yeah, but we got the best starting five. You got you got the best starting five now. Now, when Candace Parker was healthy, now, that changes well, wait everything. Second. Wait a second. Let me just. I'm just asking you a question. So that's a yes. Yeah. How many players do you have on your team? Currently, currently ten right now. We got ten. We got ten gals total on your roster. Yeah. Well, actually, nine. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. guys have signed nine. You guys signed ten people. Ten, that's it. Yeah, exactly. Yes. So, out of, so out of your squad, you guys can't. That's that's all you. That's I all gave. You I, I gave it to you. And if again, you can go look at the box. You can look at the the averages yourself and everything. You know. Yeah. Yeah. It well, is a thin, thin bench. Very thin. Well, this, well, this, well, this is my point. If you have the best. You have, the, you have the best record in the league. Mm-hmm. Perhaps you shouldn't have such noticeably the best players in the league and try to develop some players. So in this situation, you can now play those gals and you won't lose so much off the team. Okay, here's what you got to okay, hold on. You got to well, remember. Just let me finish. Let me finish what I'm saying. Go ahead. Short is, the shorter your roster, the weaker you're going to be. So that's what I believe. Now, you can give me whatever excuse you can. If those gals aren't playing, they shouldn't be on the roster. <laughs> well, the, simple as that. If you can't play those girls, why are, let me ask you a question. Why are they on the roster? They're, they're on the, you can't play them. Okay, listen. They're, not, they're on the roster to they can play, but against elite competition like we're facing here, it's different. Now, again, remember, the bench it was shrunken because you had a former six-player of the year that, yes, that, that, that that is that is no longer with the team. Okay, so she has not played a game because of injuries and other off the court conduct. So that takes your sixth player, your former uh, sixth woman of the year, out. Okay, so she's not on the team right now. Candace Parker comes in, who is a future Hall of Famer, who was a starter. She's out right now. So again, that's where the roster shrinks. And then where now your eight and nine players have now got to be your seven and eight players or your six and seven players off the bench. So that's why I'm saying. So, yes, those are legitimate. Those aren't excuses. That's legitimate. Wait a second. No, it's not. It's, it is an excuse. I'm saying that if you would have been playing these girls at, before now, because you're the best player in the league. Well, they played. Uh, they played their minutes. Girls? They played their minutes. But again, now when you have to step up and play more minutes against elite, you know, defenders in competition, I'm just saying that you know, again, it'd be great if if Bell and George can come off the bench and they give you double digits. Okay, we've seen that, you know, maybe two or three times all year. That's what I'm saying. And you need him wow. the most now. But that's just the facts. And we gotta go to the we gotta wow. get, we gotta go to the break here, man. Okay, go to the break. So, all right, uh, what do we got here, Numchuck? Uh, I got a lift ride from downtown Chicago to Froggy's. It's going to cost me anywhere in the neighborhood from a hundred and five to one hundred and twenty dollars. Is that what you're telling me? There you go. Wow. All right, man. Let's see what happens. All right, Rifleman. Uh, that's not Chuck Person. That's Bill Cartwright. Yeah, you like that song? That's your, that's your second favorite TV show, isn't it? Uh, it's, it's, it's one of them. You know what's funny is that I have a truck coming out of the hanging in my uh, bedroom. <laughs> Wait, you can hang on to the rifleman, you know, uh, what, whatever you have, you, but you don't have a hat. You still don't have one of your cowboy hats. I got to go, man. I don't know. Seven-footer, we'll talk to you later, my friend. We'll talk to you... Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll be calling you while I'm in Chicago. There you go. Try, try and call me at halftime. Try to play some players on, on, in, in the game. <laughs> there you go. You watch the game tonight. Watch the game tonight. We'll, we'll reconvene later. All right. Scott Spritzer is going to join us next hour. Brian Salmon as well.